Hello and welcome to the Conscious Catalyst podcast. My name is Trish. If you are new here and if you are returning, welcome back. I am so glad that you've decided to join me for today's episode in which we will be talking about did we know who we were before the world told us who we were supposed to be? Now that's a convoluted statement and question, so if you want to delve deeper into this with me, let's talk about it. And sorry for previously forgetting to mention that it is episode 72. So what do I mean when I say, did you know who you were before the world told you who you were supposed to be? Now, in that regards, that can mean a lot of things to a lot of people. For me personally, I am easily influenced by what I see, what I hear, where I live, my community, my past life experiences, the good, the bad, everything. And as much as I try to fight the consumerism of what is very prevalent in today's society, I do find myself with a mental warfare of some sort of being my authentic self and being who I think I'm supposed to be. And I say this, and when I do this, I mean it as a unconscious sort of brainwashing that's going on so if you're on social media of any sort or if you frequent any sort of news outlet or just watch entertainment in any sort you're going to experience depending on what you're consuming you're going to experience a lot of influence everything is consumerism everything is for monetary gain so before this whole instagram model era we were starting to have a feeling of a little bit of authenticity within ourselves the tumblr era happened and people were free to express themselves a little more liberally and healthily or not it was kind of the window into what cascaded into being today's society on a daily basis we are bombarded with ads these ads are curated specifically generated by our google search searches and anything that we view or listen to is heavily being monitored and analyzed and that is why there's an algorithm to everything that is why if you mention not even in your phone but just near your phone if you mention certain things you might see those ads pop up that same day within minutes hours days of you mentioning a certain product or service perhaps 
and you might not realize it at first. You might think this is a coincidence or this is a universal sign telling me that, yeah, I should really buy that lipstick in that shade by that brand. Or our technology is gathering information from us and curating specific ads generated to our wants and desires. Much like in today's society, women's bodies are a trend. Trends, I would say, are more of a temporary thing, something that can be easily removed, like a nail polish color, a certain style of wearing your hair or doing your makeup or dressing is an, a great example of how you can exude and switch up your style preferences and what you'd like to be perceived as. In which case, the female body in today's society has became a trend. Over the last 10 years, more so, more than ever, with the growth of TikTok and Instagram, we are constantly being told subliminally that we are not good enough, that we are not pretty enough, that we are not thin enough, that we are not thick enough, that we are not toned enough, that we are not rich enough, and that if you do anything in some sort of rest and relaxation, you're not on your grind, you're not on your hustle, you're not doing something. So today's society has also pushed us into this pressure cooker, which makes most of us feel as if you are not productive, you are not adequate. And that is not the case whatsoever. So not only does social media and society tell us what's in season, what's out of season, what color we should dye our hair, what color we should be doing our makeup or our nails. The trends, they come and go, and I don't have a problem with that. I think it's very fun, very expressive to try on different aesthetics and see what's pleasing to you. That's perfectly fine that's not harmful to anyone however when social media is pushing a certain style of body as a trend where it is unattainable to get such results in a natural way leading them to then by any means necessary obtain the end goal which is to have wide hips and a big butt and large breast but a tiny tiny waist that's already like three or four different procedures just for that one thing that's not even going into what women are being sold by the media is the normal of what your face should look like every girl needs to look like a brat's doll we need to have eyelashes that look like they belong on a horse we need to have exaggerated features that look almost cartoon like 
we need to have these huge lips that are non-proportionate to our natural face and because it's not proportionate it doesn't look natural some might say yeah but some people have naturally full lips because it balances their face structure and it is very obvious that it's natural a natural lip has a softness it has a pillowy look and it has wrinkles a lip that has been augmented cosmetically has a stiffened look it's a very obvious appearance that it portrays and the more you do it the more you forget what your natural face looks like so what happens is it's getting done on a more frequent basis than as needed solely because they get used to the initial look of a procedure but as soon as that wears down and the swelling goes down and they're still with very huge large lips they have this distortion of their body image which is leading a lot of women to have body dysmorphic disorder now as a person who has personally had my own bouts and battles with body dysmorphia disorder i know firsthand how it feels to look in the mirror and not recognize yourself as you or to not see what other people see or to constantly be body checking and to constantly be comparing yourself with others and a reason why i bring all of this up now is because as mentioned in my previous episode i have recently just ended a social media experience that i had for seven months and it was being on twitter and i learned so much about myself i learned that i was right in the first place for myself i'm speaking for myself i'm not speaking for people in general and i'm not speaking as if what i am saying is facts i am giving my perspective my point of view and my thought process through everything i was bombarded with videos and images of people who looked very different but no matter what it was it always led me to feel not good enough unknowingly I started comparing myself to every woman that I saw on social media. This is not healthy for anyone to do. And I want you to question why do you do the things you do? Why do you think the things that you think? 
because if you really think about it anybody who has an organized religion and they go to church once or twice a week for a few hours at a time is being taught a message the same can be said for social media if you spend 25 minutes a day now we all know that that's not the case most people spend upwards of six hours combined on the internet a day but if you want to go ahead and lowball it and say even if you've only spent 25 minutes of your day on the internet or on social media every single day you would be spending more time being quote preached subliminally how you're supposed to act what you're supposed to like what people think is funny which means you're supposed to think it's funny what's in style how the trends are changing and how you can keep up with it and if you want to know any hacks on how to do anything you will find it on TikTok. my point is if you're exposed to anything for an extended period of time it will begin to consume you in ways that you probably don't notice don't realize or try to oversee because you enjoy following everyone else you enjoy the trends you enjoy being in the know you enjoy being on an app that everybody's doing but I just want to ask you to look deep inside within yourself and to ask hard questions that you may otherwise not be asking yourself. Do you know who you are before anyone tells you who you're supposed to be? Anyone. And I mean before you were domesticated by your parents, by your community, by your friends, by the social group that you frequent. These people, these social medias, movies, music, everything is interconnected into our being and into our personality. But have we lost sight of who we really are authentically? Have we forgotten who we were before we were told by the masses who we should be, how we should act, how we should conform, how we should comply, how we should follow? I know this all may sound trivial and like where is this coming from where is this going but if you really think about it are you doing whatever it is that you're doing for yourself or are you doing it because the majority of people are doing it are you on Twitter because all of your friends are on Twitter and you want to know what they ate for lunch 
or are you on Instagram because you just love to see what other people did the weekend before on their stories? Are you on any sort of platform that isn't really giving you any type of value other than killing time? Now, YouTube can be a dangerous place because not only is it a breeding ground for these types of videos and content, but on the other hand, it also is very informative and it can help you in growth. But if you click on just a couple videos that aren't aligned with what you're even trying to look for, you may fall down a rabbit hole. A rabbit hole of cosmetic procedure analysis, of dermatolo derma dermatology videos, all anything, everything, pimple popping, um, how to build a house, how to renovate, how to do makeup, how to do your own nails, how to give yourself a haircut. Listen, I am all for the YouTube University. If there's one thing that I use YouTube for, it's not for entertainment. It is to learn how to do something myself. The issue with that is one video is not enough for me to watch. If I want to learn something, I want to learn from at least 20 different people because they're going to give me 20 different perspectives and 20 different ways that I can achieve perhaps the same result. So it's more like a studying for me. So I do believe that people can be on there for pure intentions and just to learn something new. Hey, that's great. But be very mindful and be very careful that these suggestions don't lead you down a road that you had no intention of going down in the first place. Of course, like always, my podcast is here so that you can be and stay conscious and curious and the way to do those things is to stay in the present it's very hard to stay present when you are trapped obsessed with technology with social media or with just being constantly entertained at all moments of the day my podcast is here to remind you to ask yourself the difficult questions that other people have probably forgotten. Are you living an authentic life? Or are you the person that social media says you're supposed to be? Are you getting up at five in the morning and following some Instagram person's morning routine workout? Are you following a certain diet plan because 
the trend is to either gain weight or lose weight, whichever trend you want to follow, are you dressing for the eyes of others, for the applause, the praise of others, or are you dressing for yourself? There's lots of facets to who I am. I can dress so comfortably five days out of the week and to most people look like a bum. My hair, my makeup, my nails are always well-groomed, well put together, manicured. But I don't do those things for other people. I do those things because I care about myself. The clothes, on the other hand, I am a comfort person. I do things that make me feel comfortable. I don't care what it looks like to other people. With that being said, if I am to go to an event that requires a proper appearance, I'm going to dress in the proper attire. On a regular Monday through Friday, none of that's happening. It's so once every six months I have to go somewhere that requires me to dress very nice and very presentable, which I love to do. It's just not my everyday wear. If I had to dress like that every day, I would, and I would love it. It doesn't matter. My point is, I don't go out of my way to impress anyone or to give off a certain look. I do what makes me feel comfortable, not what's in style. It's hard sometimes to remember who we are before the world told us who we're supposed to be. But I encourage you to ask yourself these questions on a regular basis. Stay grounded and to always, always remain humble and be authentic. You don't want to be everyone else. The most liberating thing in the world is to feel free to be yourself. And the only way that that happens is when you stop seeking validation from others, including family and friends. I'm going to go ahead and call this episode right here, guys. I really appreciate you joining me for today's episode 72. As always, feel free to send me an email with any suggestions of topics that you would like for me to discuss on upcoming podcast episodes or just to say hi to me. And that's going to be at theconsciouscatalyst at gmail.com. I will see you guys in the next one.
Bye.